and welcome to another late night show. Welcome to the Sanctuary First Late Night Show and I hope that you're going to enjoy our time together this evening and I'm joined together today with our this evening with my friends uh, Ian Jimison. Hey, how are you? And also Laura Dagen. Hello everyone. Hi guys, this is Burns Week in Scotland. And we thought, wouldn't that be a great time just to start thinking about Burns and to use the Burns theme to also talk about the theme that's coming to an end in Sanctuary First, opening boxes. Yes, uh, we've really enjoyed, actually, we've really enjoyed this theme and we've also enjoyed it being Burns Week this week. I think we've really embraced that, Albert, haven't we? Absolutely. And people in the, in, in Sanctuary First have been really enjoying it because we've, we've actually been using it in the Sunday service and also a Jim Steele had a special Burns Night special on the a, for the, the jam session. And yeah. he had a special jam session on last night. Ian, you missed your you missed a trick. You should have won there, sir. A gig. I can't believe it. I, I, I don't know, I'll never live it down. <laughs> You'll never live it down. So listen, tonight we're going to be thinking about boxes that we open and uh, using to think about some of the boxes that that Burns opened, but also some of the boxes that we opened. And uh, Burns wasn't afraid to open boxes. And uh, when it comes to one of the songs, that song, Ye Jacobites My Name, he's certainly opening a box there, isn't he? Absolutely. Let's listen to that. So listen, I think we should have a listen to it, and then we can just have a comment about it afterwards. Ye Jacobites My Name Lendony, Lendony, ye Jacobites by name, Lendony, ye Jacobites by name, Lendony, Lendony, ye Jacobites by name, Lendony, the doctrines I might blame, you shall hear, you shall hear. The doctrines I might claim you shall hear What makes her wits right? Fame afar, fame afar What makes her wits right? Fame afar What makes her wits right? To wet assassin's night Or to hunt a parent's life Bloody war, bloody war Our haunt appearance like the bloody war Well, what did you think of that, Ian? You Jacobites, my name. What was he saying there? It's still quite, it's quite, it's quite topical today, isn't it? That, the, the, the lyrics of what he's talking about there. And I think so. I think it's easy to read it in one level. You know that he's aiming. That he's he's aiming is he's aiming the point of the song at one group, but he's actually not. He's actually saying that. Do you know what? War and conflict are stupid. Um, and there's that line. You know, leave uh, leave a man alone. You know, leave him alone. Um, you know, because people get on with people. Um, and I think that. The way that we are so ready to jump into one camp or another camp, it's a very human thing to do, but it's also a very, um, it's a very unhelpful thing to do. I think sometimes you've got to see both sides, but more importantly, we've we've got to see that the sense and um, not going bananas and 
fighting and hurting each other and going for each other and digging for each other. I, I'm sure you guys remember the the referendum um, and how you know it set people against each other. It was just yeah, it was a difficult was. time in Scotland, difficult yeah. time in Scotland. And you you hear the rhetoric around the world. You know you had um, you had King, Kim Jong Il and you had. Um, Donald Trump fighting each other and now we've got Putin and we've got Joe Biden and practically the whole of the Western world, you know, almost once again at each other's throats, you know, and why can't we just leave people alone? Why do we feel the need to conquer and to be bigger than anybody else? There's nothing wrong with having a bunch of tribes. Mm -hmm. You don't just yeah. need one tribe or the other tribe. You don't need black and white. I'm not really sure that Christianity is about black and white uh -huh. anyway. Anyway, uh -huh. we're not going to get down that road too far tonight, but I would say that we've got to remember too that, uh, you know, it's a fine line between letting something go and standing up to a bully who's going to end up, you know, people's lives being ruined and uh, freedom being lost and all that kind of stuff. It's it's just a fine line, isn't it? It is, Albert, but there's right and there's wrong and there's jumping to conclusions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And it's uh, and also I think sometimes I think what we can see as well as is, you know, the leaders around the world aren't always picking the right battles. You know, sometimes, you, and that's where I think you get, you know, you get people like really questioning well, you know why, why is this happening why is this happening and and because if you see like like for instance when you know the you know america just left you know afghanistan you know that's something that you know i you know i think that's been a a shameful act oh, absolutely. but the you know and they've left those people to you know a, a terrible life um without any resources because everything's just been taken away from them and you know, so that so it's like they've walked away from that, but then it's like, oh well, you know, but, but, and then they're eyeing up like another fight. Mm, you mm. know, it's like these kind of things where you have to, you know, I, I do agree that uh, you, there is times when you've got to stand up against bullies and you have to stand and fight and you've got to protect people. But if you are not being consistent and you know perhaps behaving with integrity, then you your actions do you know can justifiably well, be called out in questions i tell you what laura i think we should be inviting our uh, our, our listeners to get onto the site because uh, and comment on what we're saying because although we've recorded this this is going to be going out in premiere facebook and there's going to be opportunity for people to put their comments in we want to hear your comments and we'll respond to them uh, and we'll have a dialogue going so let's see how this works tonight but uh, it'd be great to just you know get people just to hear people's thoughts and feelings about all that opening boxes we've opened that box and uh, we've left it open for you to rummage through <laughs> and to come out and give us some of your thoughts but you know, Albert, that's what's like. I think what's really fantastic about Burns is his like his work speaks through the ages, you know, and that's it. So it's not just for the time when he was writing, but it's like he's still opening discussions, opening boxes for us just now, um, you know, in our lives, and you know, for his work to kind of it's like commenting on our own times as yeah. well. Talking about boxes that we've opened, I was wondering, Laura, you know, we're coming into a new year and we're opening a new, we've been opening presents and all that kind of stuff. 
but you have moved into a new era in your life because you've opened the box and moved into a new parish. How's yes. that going? <laughs> it's going really well. So as um, it's uh, though it's you have an i you have a rough idea. You know you think oh well you know you have a rough idea, but it's like there's a few kind of what I find challenges. It's like I had thought before you know wherever the Lord is calling you, you know you can go. It's fine. You know, it, what, what your man says, like, where you're going doesn't really matter. But do you know what? It does matter. You're <laughs> 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 a wee country girl and you move to the city and you've got, like, all the noise of the city and you've been used to the quietness of the country. Oh, I tell you, that that makes a big impact. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, Laura, you're reminding me of Martha when we first get married. Our city boy, our city from from the centre of Glasgow. You know, I'm used to the city, but Martha, she wasn't. And we went to live in a tenement in 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 a, in Glasgow, and it was a posh tenement in Highland. You know, not Highland, Highborough Road. You know, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it was posh. You know, a posh. But the house wasn't all that posh. We had to do a lot of renovation. Mm. But poor me, Martha's granny said to her, you're not going to live up a close, are you? In Glasgow. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, Martha couldn't get to sleep at night like you because the, the noise in the street just drove her mad. Yes. Aye. It's, uh, so that that's it. But actually, it's like like a physical... It's, you know, it's just getting used to it. You know, and it's... Uh, but, and the other thing I was just, I was saying to Ian before we started, you know, it's like, I have been like prepared, you know, being prepared over the past wee while, you know, for ministry, you know, through my training. But actually see whenever that mantle of leadership gets put upon you, it's different from like, you know, other leadership roles I've had, you know, in work. This, you know, leadership role, you feel the responsibility, you know, mm -hmm. you really do, and it feels... Um, quite unlike you know it's you're you're really having to tune in and think I, I, I'm really listening to you God where, where is it that we're going here mm -hmm. um and so and trusting but it's a it's a there's a responsibility there that um it, it takes a wee bit of getting used to Laura, but I'm really you, enjoying Laura, it am I hearing you telling me that you're going to stop you're going to stop having pink hair and no. the next time we're going to see you. Are you going to start becoming a wee bit more conventional? I mean, no. this is what happened to Ian. Did you do you know this? Do you know when Ian started as a doctor years ago as a GP? Do you know what he bought? I mean, I've got a tweed suit, but he went out and bought a tweed suit to look like Doctor. What was his name, Doctor? Oh, it was the Doctor Finley. Doctor Finley. Yeah, he bought this green suit. He was. <laughs> Sweet daughter's bag. <laughs> do you remember that, Ian? I do. I do. The thing is, look at me now. You kind of, you kind of grow into these roles. Um, after after a while of putting on the clothes, you, you start to realise that the 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 clothes don't matter. Um, wow. And actually, the thing that matters is you. You matter. Mm -hmm. um, and when you open that up, your box, you because they they do they hand you a box marked leader, marked 
doctor, minister, um, somebody who's got responsibility where you really do have to make decisions that will affect real people's lives every day you know this is a different order of decision making from am I going to have brown toast or white toast in the morning this is proper well if it was proper all decisions are proper but um, this is the real deal in terms of the impact that it can have and if you get it wrong um, the impact that that will have downstream but they give you this box that's only your box because it's only for you, the person. And you get handed this box and you need to just kind of like undo the wrapping paper. Um, and that's why I put my wrapping paper really quickly back on again, because I was like, well, this was a scary box. So I need to put on the doctor clothes, you know? And then I thought, no, nah, I don't need to put on the doctor clothes. So you kind of get rid of the wrapping paper and you look at this box and you look at it upside down side from every side and then you open up the top of the box and you look inside and it's this gift and it is a gift um that never stops giving but always changes and every time you put your hand in that box something new is going to come out something that you didn't expect it could be something incredibly wonderful or you could put your hand in like i do sometimes and you find it another box you need to put that box down you need to go and open that other box <laughs> Well, as you know, Ian, uh, thinking about that and thinking about you, Laura, moving into a new parish and uh, thinking about knowing people. Uh, and one of the things about Burns was he had this great ability to try and talk about a more egalitarian, or egal, egalitarian. E egalitarian society. Yes. You know, and he wanted to, a more equal society. And he had the eye to see that in the poem to oh to a louse aha that's the one that i um i read that in sunday's uh, sunday live service and uh, it is just so brilliant you know because you know it's like this wee louse is you know he sees it on one of the you know the fine ladies uh hats and in church, uh, <laughs> in church yes <laughs> you know that that you know, that's terrible, isn't it? The whole time she's on top, so she's got this wee blouse crawling on her. Um, but it's that that way that um, you know, the the louse is the he's not thinking about whose whose hair and whose hat he's crawling on because to all he us to to, to allow us, all us humans are all equal, we're all the same, and nobody is uh, more special um, than the other. Um, so it really is. It's just a wonderful. It's just a wonderful poem and a wonderful, wonderful kind of vision as well. Well, have um, we listen to it just now? Then let's yes. listen to it. Sounds good. Where are you gone, you crowling fearly? Your impudence protects you, silly. I cannot say, but she strunt really, Ouri gauzy and lace. Though fair, I fear ye dinner, but sparely on sick a place. Ye ugly creeping blast at winner, detested, shunned by saints and sinner, how dare ye set your fit upon her, see fine a lady, gae somewhere else and seek your dinner on some poor body. Swith in some beggar's half at squattle, there ye may Sprawl and sprattle, when our kindred jumping cattle in shoals and nations, where horn or bane their gowers and settle your thick plantations. 
Now hold you there, you're out of sight, below the fratful snug and tight. Now faith you yet, you'll no be right, till you've got on it, the very most topmost towering height, a Mrs. Bonnet. My sooth, right bald ye set your nose out, as plump and grey as onzy grosset, oh for some rank mercurial rosset, or fell red smidum, I'd gie ye sick a hearty doset, would dress your drodum. I wadna been surprised to spy you on an old wife's splaining toy, or ablin' some bit duddy boy on's wild coat. But Mrs. Fine Lenardify, how dare you do it? Oh, Jenny Denny, toss your head and set your beauties are bread. You little ken what cursed speed the blast is making. They winks and fingerheads are dread, are notice taken. Oh, wad some power like gifted ears to see yourselves as others see us. It wad free money a blunder free us and foolish notion, where airs and dress and gait would lead us and e'en devotion. Well, that was interesting, wasn't it? Hey, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Had a real feel to it there. Absolutely <laughs> cracking, cracking. Yeah. Loved it, loved it. You know, the thing is too, you know the way when you're young, your mum used to always tell you if you knits, they're only going to clean hair. I try to make you feel better. The knits, the knits <laughs> don't care what your hair's like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, listen, thinking about all that, um, Ian, you're an Ayrshire guy, brought up in Ayrshire, where Burns was, uh, you know, not far from where, I suppose, not far, but in that area in, in, in Ayrshire. And we're just thinking about Burns and his poetry and, you know, how he wasn't afraid to open his boxes and, 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 and think about things. Any comments that you want to make about this whole area of, of how the judgments he made and... Well, I mean, absolutely. The, the thing about Burns is, I mean, I do, I do live in Burns country, you know, and as I drive to my work um, over the hill just above Solcoats, you can see right down um, to air and the heads of air and down all through Burns country, this beautiful rolling Ayrshire countryside, which is just so redolent of, of, of Burns and his poetry and and the, 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 the feel of the soil and the sound of the land and the sound of the sea and, you know, what Ayrshire was and what it, what it still is, this kind of beating heart um, in Scotland. Um, and so Burns's poetry has been with me since, since I was just about knee-high to a grasshopper, actually. But there's a couple of stories about, you know, we talk about Burns and what he would do is he would open boxes on very intimate things. You know, you would see things. Burns had the ability to, when we look at something quite, quite intimate and moving, or we talk about something intimate and moving, like love, for example, or, or, or even something big like society. But let's talk about the small things that like Laura was just talking about there. Um, these are things which are presented in a box to us because we haven't really opened the box to get inside of what that experience is. But Burns was great at that. He was great at taking us inside of an experience. 
Um, and the other thing is, he's got a commonality of language. Now, if you don't mind, beg my indulgence, I'll tell you a couple of stories about Burns, because Burns opens doors, opens boxes for us um, as, as a kind of common thread of poetry throughout the world. I was lecturing in Russia um, in the early 2000s, um, and the Russians are big into their poetry. Big into their poetry. And they knew Robert Burns um, not as the as, as sometimes portrayed in Scotland um, as the kind of shortbread tin Rabbi Burns kind of experience thing, but as a major European poet, a major European poet. So when we would go to meals in Russia and we were always invited out for meals in the evening, um, I would recite some of Burns's poetry. So I had a wee book of Burns uh, in my pocket, um, mm-hmm. and. And it opened lots of doors, and he saw and the songs that the music that's been put to Burns's poetry again um, has opened doors for me because it's always good to be able to stand up and sing a Burns song. And once again in Russia, I hand me a guitar or even not a guitar, and I would stand up and sing a Burns song, and it would bring the Russian people listening to it to tears because they're so in touch with poetry and emotion. Um, and what that so and you know and, and what that that conveys and what we can be in that so that was one story so I, I was really struck by the fact that the Rabbi Burns that I'd grown up with you know the the character the the man who liked his women and he liked his whiskey and he liked any he, and he liked his social commentary and he was so many things to so many men and there are so many stories told about Burns um, that you know it's hard to know which ones to believe um, but you know he was a he was a larger than life character in his own way um, but th- that is certainly as I say it's opened up things for me my son Colin my middle son Colin when Colin was we. Um, he had a, a terrible a, a stutter and a stammer and his words were, he had real difficulty getting his words out um, and we were a bit worried you know, maybe his hearing was damaged in some way and it wasn't, his hearing was fine but he really just had a lot of difficulty speaking and there was a Burns competition in the school and that opened up a box for Colin and Colin decided he was going to win that Burns competition <laughs> he was only about 6 or 7 do you know what he took a couple of Burns poems and he practised them night after night after night and he won oh, not wow. only did he win that he won some regional finals for the Burns club as well speaking out like this is a boy who <laughs> Had had real difficulties. Now you can't shut Colin up, to be quite honest. Um, and he and he's you know he's very much a military man, and he can certainly talk the legs off a, you know the hind legs off a donkey. But it opened up a box. This poetry opened up a box for Colin in terms of confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in terms of what could what here's I can achieve this. What else can I achieve? Mm-hmm. And I'm so proud of all the things that that he's. That, that my, my son has achieved and the other thing I was going to say about boxes is that I kind of lived my life by a, a principle anybody that knows me knows that I don't really do heroes, I'm not really big into hero worship there was one time I was very near Bono and I thought oh that's quite cool but it lasted for about 30 seconds and then I thought <laughs> Bono right and he good singer and all that and it was fine but I don't do heroes I don't I don't do I don't do that and one of Burns's songs that songs one of his 
lyrics, it's poems, it speaks to me, that speaks to what I do in my job as a doctor. You see, in the NHS, which is the most amazing thing, people, the most amazing thing in the world, um, in the NHS, it doesn't matter if you're the richest man in Scotland or the poorest man in Scotland, you're going to get the best care in Scotland every single time, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's how it is. That's what socialised healthcare is. And that's why we can't ever lose it. Mm -hmm. um, because it's precious and it's wonderful. So the the poem that, as I say, I kind of live my life by is the is a man's a man, and it's that it's there for honest poverty that hangs his head and all that the coward slave we pass him by we dare be poor for all that for all that and all that or toils obscure and all that the rank is but the guinea stamp the man's a good for all that and the final verse to me is, do you know? It, to me, the, 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 there's the Christianity in this, I feel. The, the deep Christianity. That that very Scottish living with faith, you know, God is part and parcel of every day. Reading the Bible round the fire, attending church on a Sunday, you know, and then let us pray that come at me as come at will for all that, that sense and worth o'er all the earth shall bear the grief and all that for all that and all that it's coming yet for all that that man to man the world o'er shall brothers be for all that I think that's incredible beautiful isn't it absolutely beautiful Ian and it's almost like a it's it's almost like a a picture of the consummation of all things that God is going to bring all things together in Christ you know and 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 that's what we should be longing for. Um, got me thinking about uh, one of the things you did say at the beginning was you're talking about how gentle Burns was that he could he could look at gentle things and speak into very tender things. And I've thought, wouldn't it be lovely to hear maybe Jim uh, Jim Steele saying to us, "My love is like a red red rose." And I know oh, that yes. Jim sang this. Uh, yeah. He sang this uh, this week in in the the jam session. And it'd be good just if we could cut that out of that session and let's listen to it now. My love is like a red, red rose that's newly sprung in June. My love is like a melody that's sweetly played in tune. How fair thou art, my bonnie lass So deep in love am I And I will love thee still, my dear Till all the seas can dry Well, that was a good song. What did you think? Oh yes, oh, I just I just love um, Jim, um, you know, singing, and I just love that take. And that is a beautiful. The lyrics to that song are just so beautiful, and there's a, a there's just a real tenderness there, isn't there? A real tenderness. I remember as a teenager, in secondary school, the headmaster had heard that I could sing, and I got invited to sing a at a burn supper. My love is like a red, red rose. And I was as nervous as they come. 
<laughs> I think I was trying to sing it like a true Scottish tenor. You know that? You know that? <laughs> My love. You know that one? It's yes. like a red, red rose. <laughs> yeah. Superb. Super. But, um, it's a beautiful song, though, isn't it? Yeah. Beautiful. These suppers, we comment about this. We're coming to the end of our time together this evening, but I thought it'd be good just to have a wee conversation about these suppers, eh, burn suppers. Eh, you know, they've got. What's the point in them? Do you think there's. Is there. I mean, apart from, eh, you know, having a, a. Going for maybe just so often people socialise and they end up drinking too much, but I think there's something deeper <laughs> within all that. I think there's maybe something more profound that maybe is underneath the, underneath all that. I, I would uh -huh. say, Albert. I would say, Albert. There's something hugely profound about it, actually, because what it really is is a why why a burn supper. I'll tell you why. Old Lang Syne. That's why. Um, because people get together, um, and neither rank nor you know they're all we're all one amorphous mass that come together at burn suppers um, and we celebrate this great scottish poetry but we celebrate much more than that we celebrate home and hearth we celebrate the things that burns talked about and pointed to you know not just the fantastical <laughs> like um tam shanter but but like my love is like a red red rose uh, but like a man's a man um, we, th these are things which are universal truths that Burns articulated and of course they're steeped in Christian heritage they're steeped in a wondery of the world um, but also a wondery of the world to come as well you know, the, the, so much of that is in Burns' point so why do we get together? Well, we get together because we are human and we must Mm -hmm. we must and, get uh -huh. and, and it's that way there's like a real like it's it's like an honesty as well isn't it it's about is you know just kind of enjoying as well enjoying uh you know these aspects of your culture you know our culture of like you know friendship and coming together but also remembering remembering like our, our ancestors that came before us you know that and and that actually that they might have like lived in a different time, but actually, so much of their values and and how they lived, they they've, they've passed through to us, you know, and and still speak to us, you know, and it's like that's like what we're kind of holding on to, you know, that these values are like, you know, they're timeless, absolutely timeless. So and here's the thing, then, Laura. Are you saying? That there's something, even perhaps in our Lord's Supper, mm. that could, and other things that we could start learning, that the Lord's Supper, in some way, is being reflected in the Burn Supper. Not that the Burn Supper has been reflected in the Lord's Supper, no. but that the Lord's Supper, there is something there about the brokenness of Jesus and Jesus coming among and washing his disciples' feet and saying, if you want to be, if you want to be great, you've got to become the servant of all. You know, and it's, it's again, this back to what you're talking about, Ian, a man's a man for all that, but your brothers, you've got to come. And, right. and again, isn't it? There's something there, isn't it? Maybe we should be thinking about a, 
I, a kind of a church burn supper. It's but, not a burn but, supper, but, but, but maybe a Jesus we, supper. Do we have that? <laughs> yeah, well, we do. It's called communion, don't we? Um, <laughs> and, and and actually, though, I mean, my my feeling about communion has always been that it has always been that it should be about breaking bread together, mm -hmm. um, and it should also be about. I mean, it should be about the sacraments, but it should also be about community and fealty, um, and a dropping of airs and graces. Airs, mm -hmm. There's no place for airs and graces in, in Jesus' gospel. But neither is there in a lot of Burns' poetry. It wasn't about airs and graces. It was about people. And that's why the poetry lasts to this day. Because Aye. it's about real things. Real Aye. things. Do you uh -huh. know? And, you know, we, we, we take our inspiration where we find it. And in Burns' day... Um, Christianity loomed very large as it as it should over these over these islands, um, and I, I think there are echoes of that come down. And the, the thing of you know you can say people drink too much at burn suppers, and and I really do, and I, I would be the last to say I've never done that. Of course, I've never done that. Just <laughs> set the record straight. Um, but uh, you know people do do that. But actually, for a lot of people. It's the social lubricant that allows them to drop their pride and mm -hmm. their airs and their graces and their senses mm -hmm. of themselves mm -hmm. and to allow them to communicate w with other people. I, I think that I think that Jesus would enjoy a good burn supper. There you go. I think he would. There you I go. But here's the thing. that way as well about extending the table? Oh, I tell you this. I yeah. tell you this. You would know if Jesus was at the burn supper, you were only going to run out a drink. <laughs> for sure, for sure. That... <laughs> Absolutely. I, I just, there's something one but do you know the, the best bit about the burn supper, the bit that we all, why do we all go, I think why we all go, is because see at the end we all link hands. Mm -hmm. We're all in a circle and we link hands. Every man, woman and child that's at that, we link hands. And we sing old lang syne together. Should old acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind? Mm -hmm. Should old acquaintance be forgot and old lang syne? Do you know? For old lang syne, my dear. For old lang syne. I, I mean, we'll tack a cup of kindness. Kindness. There's the gospel right there. Absolutely. Kindness, yeah. Kindness. For the sake of old lang syne. Oh, Ian, you know something? You always end up with the best word. You bring us round to something that's... You know, you could be a minister. I think you are a minister. But you know something? This whole area of bringing us to this place, that that's what our longing is for Sanctuary First. That we would create this community on the internet that goes beyond that into our lives and changing us and changing the world around us so that we truly become a community. And uh, I'm looking forward to uh, doing some, you know, in-person stuff with Sanctuary First in the coming weeks and months. And do you know the great thing is, Ian, we're coming down your way. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> we're coming down your way into Irvine in March and we're going to be connecting up with our friends in Fullerton Connections. I'm actually buzzing for this. I'm buzzing for this. And actually. I think we're going to have a great evening, a great afternoon of worship and praise and celebration. And uh, I'm just looking forward to that. So keep that date in your diary if you're in the, in the area. Uh, I think it's the 13th of February. 
think it's February. Yes. Alliance is going to be, your yes. alliance is going to be queues outside the door of Fullerton Connections saying, this is the only way I get to see my doctor. And I'll be <laughs> in the morning. And they'll say, he says, he is still alive. He is still alive. It's not a clone. <laughs> what I'm gonna, what I think we should do is we just need to get like you know you very very holy people that are actually ministers, um, and do just do a wee bit of healing. It's going to save me an awful lot of work. In <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, guys, listen. This has been a great evening together, just sharing and thinking about these things, and uh, just great to just be able to um, <clears throat> bring all this to a close. And uh, to thank everyone for listening in tonight. It's been great. I think we've had a great time together. And uh, hopefully we'll be doing another late show um, next month. Yes. Yeah, so next month it's love. That's the theme next month, isn't it, yeah. Albert? Absolutely. Next yeah. month oh. is love. And we're going to be thinking about in a particular little book that was written by Henry Drummond in the late 19th century called The Greatest Thing in the World, Love. And we're going to be looking at that amazing passage in uh, 1 Corinthians 13. And Ian, <clears throat> you'll be delighted to hear this. The song that we're going to be using setting off the service this coming Sunday, because uh -huh. we start the new theme this coming Sunday, uh -huh. uh, we've got Ian Walker's version of St Paul's song, Do oh. I Speak With Tongues of Men and Angels. And you were performing and singing, and I think you actually produced that, that did, album. I that for them. You yeah, produced absolutely. that album for them. Brand new, it's called. Brand new. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's a lovely, lovely. It's a beautiful song, and Ray has put together a lovely little video to go with that song. So Sunday will be good, and uh, but I'm thinking we might cut that song out and try and have it focused in the whole site, in the whole website over the next month to get get people downloading mm -hmm. it and listening to it and and, and letting it sink into our minds. Yeah. I, I think that's a wonderful, I'd, I'd really, and I would say to everybody listening, when it goes up on the Sanctuary First website, please listen to that. When we recorded that in the studio down here, um, it was just magical and blessed and an absolute moment with God in the studio that day. It was, I'll never forget it, it was absolutely fantastic. Mm -hmm. It's this beautiful song. So there you go. Thank you, Laura, for drawing that to your attention. And uh, so until next month, tune in to The Late Show. Until then, have a great month. Have a great month. See ya. Bye. Bye.